You can't buy much for a dollar a month, but you can buy a shout-out on Infendo Radio. Head on over to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio, and for a dollar a month, we'll read your name out loud. So connected to the world of Nintendo, even Link knows where to find us. Yeah! Infendo Radio is now on. Hello, hello, hello! It's Infendo Radio time. Um, I'm happy for everyone that is joining us this week. Thank you for joining me this week, Lucas. How are you doing tonight? And where can the people find you? Oh man, we're really getting professional up in here. Um, I'm doing just dandy, Eugene. I'm happy to be here. We got some cool stuff to discuss tonight that we are very angry about and very happy about so um, i'm looking forward to that but in the meantime as always you can find me on my website chromaticu.com and on my youtube channel lucas peace excellent steven how are you doing this evening and where can the people find you you can find me on twitter at gentus one and you can find lucas and i both returning to hyper voice next week we're we do finally that. freaking back. We and I am that. wonderful. I, unlike a lot of people on the interwebs, are happy about the announcements we got the other day. So can't wait to talk about that. I'll just kinda I'll just kinda forward that off too. I know we're not discussing yet, but I'm like the only person in the world apparently who's excited for that Pokemon MOBA. So I uh-uh. guess I'm no. an idiot. Mm-mm. I'm excited. Like, okay, I, good. I actually, I don't, I don't, I, I, genuinely don't understand why people are so upset. I think it looks really fun, but I'm that's indifferent. Just me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. Does it? Is it coming out soon? Like, did I miss it? They is it have out? not given a release date that I'm aware okay. of. It's not on the Correct. eShop at least. So, well, fair, fair. Well, um, I'm here as well. Um, my name's Eugene. I'm gonna intro me too because this is the new thing that we're doing. You can find me at infendo.com, at infendo Eugene, at infendo, all that fun stuff. Mainly just go to infendo.com, do all the things from there, join our Discord, all of that fun stuff. Um, right, I want to hit it right at the top of the show. If you're out there, you know, doing your civil service, either voting or protesting or doing any of that fun stuff, first of all, thank you. Um, second of all, please do it safely. You wear a mask. Don't be an idiot. Like, just, just wear a mask. I've got people. a like, nice come on. Um, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker mask that I'm wearing now. That I yeah, there you go. Like, pillowcase. It's not that. hard. It's not no. hard. Like, come on, people. Just do your do your dil- due diligence. Um, we appreciate you all the same. Um, we do have a stranger here tonight. How are you doing tonight, Mr. Justin? And where can the people find you? Uh, I'm doing pretty, pretty well. I've got a mosquito in my face, a dog running around chasing a cat. So, you know, a normal night at the clubhouse. Oh yeah, it's a it's a it's a disaster. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. You can also follow my Disney tweets at Utilidork and go to utilidork.com. I just posted a new blog today. So, uh, hopefully that's the beginning of a new beginning for my Disney blogging site with more to come in the future. So check that out. Good deal. All right. Well, before we take our first break, we're going to thank the people that brought the podcast to you this evening. Steven, that's your cue. That is. Um, We would like to thank the following two producers, one Mr. Slacker Monkey and one Mr. Minus 64. We would also like to thank our two executive producers, one Mr. Andrew Searson and one Mr. The Bryanosaurus. Thank you guys so much for continuing to support us, even though nobody has any money thanks to the virus. Indeed. All right, well, we are going to take our first break right here, and when we come back on the other side, we will have Change the System. For $5 a month, we can give you something better than the Lost Woods. We've got what we call the Hidden Feed. That gets you our all-access pass to everything we do behind the scenes and otherwise. Head over to patreon.com slash radio and pledge your $5 today. Well, hello there. You're looking mighty nice. Um, didn't see you there. We're here for the show. We're going to play Change the Si- or not play Change the System. I guess we're going to talk about games and all that fun stuff. But before we get started with that, I know Steve is chomping at the bit to talk about some news. So please, 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 please tell me what happened in the Nintendo Direct, or at least part of it. So we had a Nintendo Direct Mini, and only one thing mattered in my eyes. We are getting an update while well, we got an update to Cadence of Hyrule. 
Um, we are getting three DLC packs, and I actually wanted to kind of talk about this real quick. Um, you can buy a season pass for 15 bucks, or you can buy a piecemeal for six. This is the first time you're ever going to hear me say you do not need to buy these as a season pass. If there's a few, if there's one that you want, just get the one you want. You don't need all three. Um, the first one, which came out the day of the direct, is the character pack, and you can play as Impa, Frederick, who's the shopkeeper, Arya, who is another character from the Necrodancer series, and then Shadow Link and Shadow Zelda. There is no difference between Shadow Link and Shadow Zelda. It's purely cosmetic. Um, Frederick just, again, just seems like a generic character. Um, he does have a special attack, though, where he can sing and confuse enemies. Or, he, or you eventually get an attack where you can throw a rupee, like an arrow, which is actually kind of cool. It seems to go off-beat, though, so you don't have to wait for the beat to throw the rupee. Um, Aria, her thing is if you miss a beat or get hit, you're dead. You start over. So she's like the hard mode. And then Impa specializes in long attacks. Um, I have not played as Impa. I'm currently playing through as Frederick, um, and it seems like a pretty normal playthrough. Aria is not really my style. I played with Shadow Link for a little bit. It was fine. Um, and that's all in the first pack. I should also note, by the way, that if you buy the whole season pass, you get a couple extra um, costumes that you can use for Link and Zelda in any of the playthroughs. Um, the trick, though, to this character thing is you can't play them in the main story mode of the game where everybody is normally playing this game. There's a few extra modes that they've added where you play them there, which is a little weird to me. There's uh, single character mode, there's dungeon mode, and then there's, a, I think it's called mystery mode or something like that, which I've actually never played. Um, but yeah, those are the only place where you can play as those characters. Now, I'll say, as a person who enjoyed his time with Cadence of Hyrule, although, um, admittedly, probably, probably didn't get as into it as he could have, um, I I'm not super hyped by the DLC, I'll be real. It's um, a little bit too late coming for me. It should have Well, it's it, a little it's a little too late and it doesn't really it doesn't really ring of Zelda fan service, you know? Right. It, you got Impa, you've got the shopkeeper who's from this game, and then you've got some reskins of Link and Zelda and it's it's, yeah. it's exciting, but if if you're into Cadence, but yeah, it's not like you get to play well, like Goron and Azora and Ganondorf and, you yeah, know, like that kind of stuff. Truth so. be told, I was a little disappointed when I booted it up. It wasn't, I thought it was going to be extra characters in the main game, maybe some new weapons to find, that kind of thing. Yeah. And there are new weapons. Each character has its own unique weapons to find, but it wasn't really that cool. Um, um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say the other kind of interesting thing about it, though, I was just thinking about this the other day, is that um, the... This is kind of a, I mean, it's not really an indie, indie game, but it is it is kind of an indie dev, right? It's a smaller budget uh -huh. developer. And now we're starting to see, um, like, 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 what is this called? Like a season pass DLC mm -hmm. for, um, you know, for, for like low budget game kind of things. Right. Like, that's kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. So there were two more packs that they announced. The second one, as soon as I heard of it, I'm like, oh, this is for Lucas. Um, there is a music pack, um, which is kind of cool. It basically is going to add, I can't remember if it was 29 or 39 new songs. And yeah. they're remixes from the Zelda series. They're remixes from this game. And, and shout going, out. It's also going to give you the option to... Um, play those at will, which I know Lucas loves to do, especially from playing Warriors. Shout out to my boy, Family Jewels, who, um, you know, is one of the lead composers mm -hmm. for the new DLC and is also one of the YouTubers I really, really, really like, who does a lot of good yeah. kind of rock and metal remixes of video game music. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm, so that, that was that, that was made... probably the thing that was the the most exciting for me. Yeah, like, I'm, so... I'm just happy to see somebody I follow, like, you know, make it. Yeah, so for me to you, um, I would say for you, just get that pack, and you're probably good. Although, pack number three seems a little bit interesting, too. Um, they are going to add Skull Kid as a, play as a playable character, much like they did with Octavio. 
and yeah. he's going to have his own storyline, and it's going to be its own playable campaign. So I'm that's sure actually cool. a full-on, you know, story mode campaign. I don't know if there will be unlockable characters like there were in the main story mode. There wasn't in Octavio's mode. But evidently his abilities are changed by the mask that he's wearing, which is kind of his big thing. Cool. So, and they've said there's new characters, new music, same kind of areas and enemies that we've seen. There may be some new enemies, but I'm it's definitely be more interested in it. Mask. But I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm I gonna can't have to bring myself to go back to it. You know. So have you? Yeah. Know, I you, played... Have either of you guys bought it yet? I played Crypt of the Necrodancer when it was on that humongous like one dollar sale and couldn't get into it and I just can't justify spending twenty five bucks on another game that I was eh about in the first place just because it has Zelda in it. So To be yeah, to I... be fair, Justin, I played Crypt of the Necrodancer when it was on that big sale and I got it for free on the Vita and I still can't get into it and that's and... what I love the soundtrack and I love uh, Cadence of and Hyrule. I had no interest in Crypt of the Necrodancer, but I played Cadence of Hyrule because it was a Zelda game, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. it for what it was. So, is it that. easier? Easier, yes. Well, that helps significantly yeah. easier. For my well, yeah, if it's it significantly is. cheaper, I might cash in some gold it, coins it's, on it's it. It's actually significantly more expensive, but uh, right. I, I, I've got a good segue there for those of you guys that haven't purchased it yet. They did announce a physical version due out in October that is the game and the season pass for 40 bucks. However, this is not just a Zelda podcast, so in the interest of bringing you some of the other news that was announced, um, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is coming to Switch, which is good if you're a Shin Megami Tensei fan. I'm not, despite being a huge Persona fanboy. I just can't get into those games. But they are well-liked by a certain group, so that's kind of cool. Um, and Rocket League is getting cross, um, what, what's the term, Steve? Cross-progression. Cross-progression. And it's becoming free-to-play. Before we touch on Rocket League, though, mm-hmm. you missed uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 is getting an HD remake on Switch. And that is a thing. So, so, yeah, Rocket so, does, so does that mean I'll be finally be able to play Rocket League on my Xbox One without losing all of my progress in DLC? That Seems would be it. correct from what yes. we're understanding. Woohoo! And for those of you who are just ever so slightly about having paid uh, full price for the game, they will also be rewarding those of us who have been with the series for a while with some unique glam to kind of, you know, spice up our cars and whatnot right. that show that we've been repping since the I want to be shiny. So. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, so uh, that's, a, that's a whole big thing. And if you haven't well, played Rocket League before... I would very much encourage you to get into it now that it's free to play because it is amazing. Well, not, it, it's free to play this summer. It's coming yeah. this summer. And the cool thing about that is a lot of people are pissed because they're like, oh, well, I paid for it. Well, here's the thing, though, is now that it's going to be free to play, there's going to be more people playing it, so it's going to be easier to find matches. Mm-hmm. That's that would what be I'm nice excited too. about. There's already yeah. cross-platform due to the rocket due to the rocket ID. They'll probably still do the rocket pass to do their season pass. Um... But yeah, I'm stoked. I love Rocket League. We're going to get back into that. Yeah, we are, because I haven't played it in, God, months, if not a year. I we need to do it. an Infendo game night and play it. I played it local with somebody, like, gosh, a few months ago, and that was the last time I played it. I've never Rocket played League. it local. Yeah, Rocket that League sounds terrible. It's <laughs> the only eSport that I consider myself really good at. Like, I, I'm good at Smash when I'm playing with, like, friends and stuff. On Online, I'm average. I win as many as I lose. Rocket League, I feel like I'm good. Like, I would love to enter, like, a local Rocket League tournament if I didn't have, you know, so many phobias about that kind of stuff. Sure. So, come play it with me. And that's it for the news. I was going to say, there wasn't really <laughs> else yeah. on the Direct. Yeah. There, I don't know if we said about that Rogue Company game from Hi-Rez. That was the only other one that looked so, sort of interesting. But, yeah. like, you know, not, nothing really noteworthy, I guess. So You weren't interested in the WWE game or whatever yeah. it was? You know, I saw the, I the thought of trailer Justin. for that. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that start. And I'm like, ooh, they're releasing a new. Oh, it's crap. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, might be to- yeah. it might be total fun. But, I mean, come on. Y'all know what we want. We want WWF No Mercy again on the Switch. Like, <laughs> I don't care if you have to change the lineup or, you know, certainly upgrade You're the graphics. You're just speaking bleeps and bloops just, to me right now. <laughs> just, just, the licensing just, on just, that would be terrible. There'd be, like, 
it would just not happen. Like it just couldn't. I mean, I I don't even care. Give me the ge- give me the game engine with completely original characters. So just I want that. I want that game on the Switch. I want that to play it engine, online. I want no no characters except for a character builder, and you build all the characters for yourself. Sell it. That Beautiful. Could be cool. Or release the Japanese version. The Japanese version, you know, probably would be cheap to license over here. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, who knows. So, uh, okay, well, I guess that means that we're out of the news and into the games we've been playing. So um, I guess you were the last one talking, Justin, so why don't you start us off? What games have you been playing this week? So believe it or not, I've been playing WWF No Mercy. Um, <laughs> Go figure. That's one of, that's one of a few um, X, or Xbox. Um, what's that system? Nintendo 64. Wow. <laughs> What's this? Grandpa's going, guys. It's about time to podcast. Am I on? Look into um, the home. So anyway, um, uh, what was I saying? I, Where was playing, I? I've been playing some N64 games, um, mostly, and I'm actually going to do a little review here. I went ahead and got myself one of these Brawler 64 controllers. Oh, I've been wanting nice. one for a while, and. Um, you that's know. for the N64. That's not like a Switch thing, right? No, yeah, no. This is for strictly for the N64. And um, basically, it takes the N64 controller and redesigns it to a more, you know, modern, friendly design. The joystick's a little looser and more GameCube-y. The, you know, it's got the two handles and everything. Still has a port for memory pack or rumble pack, so that's nice. Um... And so I played quite a bit of GoldenEye the past few days, and I gotta say, like, it took a little bit of getting used to the the controller or the control sticks a little touchier than the original was, and plus, you know, a lot of those. The original was pretty touchy too. Well, until they wore out, and then you have that huge wobbly dead zone. Yeah, I I I found that. And this is a tangent, of course. I found that I feel like developers accounted for that dead zone when they were developing the games for the Nintendo 64. And then when you yeah. go and play with like an actual good control stick, it's just like, yeah, yeah it's just crazy. So, anyways, oh, I right. hardly wait to start playing Doom 64 then. Um, well, like, are you playing Doom 64 on the N64? No, I'll be playing it on Switch. Well, then you probably won't have the same problem with an N64 controller. <laughs> I do have Doom 64 on the N64. I should give it a try. That's a lot of 64s in one sentence. But anyway, <laughs> um, just kind of a quick review here. Um, first, um, it's it's comfortable. Um, the layout is logical. Both of the triggers are Z. So if you're used to using the if you're used to using the uh, the trigger with your left hand like the original controller was, you've got that. If you'd rather use the right one like most modern controllers, you got that. L and R are, you know, your shoulder buttons. Um, all the other buttons are laid out exactly the same, and it's it's a good size. It's a good fit. Um, they're about $35 on Amazon, and you can buy them direct from the website, which I can't remember off the top of my head, but if you search for Brawler 64, it'll take you to their website. Um, but if you like playing N64 games on actual hardware, I highly recommend one of these. Um, the other controller I'm going to review, this one was actually provided to me. Um, I don't have a company. The company that distributed it is known as either Booking or Boo King. I've seen it spelled both one like one word and then intercapped, so I'm not sure which one it is. But um, as you, it is a Switch wireless controller. Um, as you can see, the design is very much inspired by the Xbox One controller, um, almost to the point that they probably just use the exact same mold for all their wireless controllers. Mm-hmm. Um, it does have the slightly softer grips like a switch controller has though um it's got these nice little ridges along the edges you can't really see it especially if you're listening to the podcast but (laughs) nice little ridges on the edges of the joystick so they're nice and grippy um it has turbo which is really nice for playing um animal crossing 
So, you know, when you go to whack those oh, rocks, yeah. you don't have to spam the A button. You just that's, hit turbo and... I was going to say, you dirty cheater. You would use that in Mario Party, but then I remembered that's Joy-Con only. Also, how is he going to play Mario Party with you? It doesn't have online! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, thus far, I've been happy with this controller. It's about... I think it was twenty three ninety nine. It was somewhere around twenty five dollars, give or take, okay. on on Amazon. It the best parts about it are, it is wireless, it has turbo, and it has rumble. It doesn't have HD rumble, but it has standard rumble, and that's something that's often missing from wireless controllers. So they put rumble and not motion. I have not played anything that has motion. So I that suspect I could tell you for Rumble sure, but... is significantly easier to, to develop. Right. Like, yeah, we had Rumble assumption. technology in the 90s. <laughs> for Crash Bandicoot. So, um, thus far, I'm happy with this. So, thank you for booking for um, providing this for me. Sounds like I'll you say the word. <laughs> B-O-O-K-I-N-G. <laughs> Not to, not to be confused with my rival company, Fuking, which uh, <laughs> develops all the best controllers on the market. F-U-U-K-I-N-G. We're the Fuking best. That's that's <laughs> usually the quality of, of third-party unlicensed controllers. And, you know, like I said, I, I give the disclaimer that I've only had this for a week, and I've only used it maybe half-dozen times, but... Um, it's served me well thus far, and for the price, you can't really beat it. It's wireless, it has rumble, it has turbo. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. Um, as far as games I've been playing, uh, like I said, I've been playing N64 with the with the Brawler controller. On the Switch, I finished up Super Liminal just last night, and um, that's got my recommendation. I'll have a review up on infendo.com probably on the weekend because I'm lazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, like I, like I said last week, there's a lot of uh, portal vibe to it, but it's not like the gameplay itself is different enough that you don't feel like somebody's totally copying portal, but it's definitely. Like, somebody played this game and said, I want to make something like it. Um, and towards the end of the game, it really gets, like, trippy. Um, without spoiling... Yes, yes, Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm, I'm just finishing up the my review. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, toward, towards the end, like, you get deeper and deeper into dreams, so the, the puzzles get more and more surreal and Thank, thank you, thank, thank yes, thank you, Everly, for contributing to the podcast. Um, it's a short game, so if if it's your kind of game, you probably won't have any problem plunking down the twenty bucks for it, and and you'll enjoy every minute of it. Um, there are things you can do, there are achievements and stuff for replay value, but it's you know like Portal. Once you've solved all the puzzles, there's not a whole lot of reason to go back and solve them again. But um, if you're on the fence about it, I'd wait for a sale. But for, you know, since since the game code was provided to me, it was definitely worth the price. But it was a fun game. Um, I recommend it. Prob I think I give it four out of five. That's that's not bad, actually. I'd, I'd yeah. take yeah. that. All right, cool. Well, then I guess, Steve, what games have you been playing this week? Or I guess um, what um, reviews of controllers do you have? Oh, I don't have... I haven't... I'm not reviewing a controller. Um, I want to talk about my purchases real quick, because I don't have that many games I've been playing. Um, I purchased the Cadence of Hyrule DLC packs. I had some coins saved up, so I paid a whopping $10 for it. So, you know, even if it's only the Skull Kid campaign, I'm happy with that, that I'm excited for. Um, I also had a gift card for $20. And a certain uh, little purple dragon is on sale that's, for half off at the time. That's of me. I have so. to play more of that game. I bought that the last time it was on sale, mm -hmm. and I've been dying to play those games. I never played them on the PlayStation. 
I told myself if I had the money to buy it the next time it went on sale, I would buy it. And I had a gift card for $20, so I paid 89 cents for the Spyro Trilogy. Hey, that's not bad. Because, you know, Utah State sales tax. So even <laughs> if I hate it, I paid 89 cents for that game. I can't complain. I have so many gold coins, I could get a full-price retail game for free, but I'm just... I can't pull the trigger on anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't the have games. that many coins, but I do have coins that I need to spend. I, I want to debate the semantics of if it's really free if you're using credit that you've earned to buy it, but it's Steve's segment and we have timers yeah. again, so <laughs> let's just keep going. Um, thankfully, if you do want to debate that, you're going to have time here in a minute because I've only been playing one game that I haven't already talked about. Good segue. I, I already talked of, uh, during about Cadence during the news segment, and... Yeah, it's Cadence. I'm enjoying it. Um, the game that I have been playing up until the Direct is Doom. I'm still going through the original Doom. Um, I've completed the first four chapters that were in Ultimate Doom back in the day, and I am now, for the first time ever, working my way through the unofficial fifth chapter, which I think is called Sigil. That's how I'm pronouncing it. That if is that's how you not wrong, it, yes. I don't care. Um, it is not wrong. It's kind of cool. It uses, obviously, the Doom 1 engine because it was made for the 20th anniversary of Doom, if I remember reading right. But it has completely new music, and they've got a bunch of new textures that John Romero did for this. So it feels like a completely different game, even though it's the same engine. Um, it's kind of interesting. The first level, you open up in a room that's shaped like a star, and you look on your mini-map and you can see the area where you're supposed to go, but there's no uh, hallway to walk through, as it were. So after killing all the enemies in there, I finally realized there's these little eyeballs on the walls, and you have to shoot them, and then the doorway opens up. So he's basically... With an arrow? Yes, with an arrow. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you with an arrow. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, you know, it took me like five minutes to figure that out. And then the second level, I think I spent like 20 minutes trying to figure out what I was supposed to do just to find out it was a switch I had missed. It's really cool. I'm enjoying it. It's weird to be playing new con newer content for a game that came out when I was 10 years old right. that I've never played before. So I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I've been really on a doom kick lately. I was hoping that we were going to get the Switch announcement for Doom Eternal, which they're supposedly ready to release the day for, but we haven't heard yet, but we haven't. That one is supposed to be really good, actually, right? That one's that's the what one I'm that's, hearing. That's the one that's already out on the other consoles, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. And they said it won't be long, but then coronavirus had to ruin 2020. So, <laughs> Among other that, things. And that uh. is actually the entirety of what I've been playing, just Cadence and Doom this week. Um, I did. I have played Pokemon, but if you want to hear about that, you're going to have to listen to Hyper Voice because I'll, we'll be going into great detail. Haha, <laughs> we're stealing our content, you guys. So, sorry, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it twice in the same night. Apologies. You'll just Fair. have to wait till Monday. Cool. What else have you been playing? That's it. Oh, you still got time on your timer. <laughs> well, uh. Um... That's okay. Hey, Lucas, you want to debate the semantics of using credits? <laughs> yeah, so, so it's still money that you're. It's cash back. So it's not like it's free. You guys seem to justify it as a way of, like, you know, buying stuff that you don't well, see, want for, or need. For me, but... I, was given, I was given a gift card. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> that, was I was not... that was an actual gift. That's different. See, I'm 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 talking about the gold coins that that you earn from from buying yeah, that's, stuff. Yeah, that's like cash back. So it's it's, it's not really cash money. It's, it's, it's rewards. It's well, right. I mean, it's eShop. It's it's money in your eShop balance that you can only use to buy games. <laughs> right, very, and I can't very bring myself to spend timed. it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So now Lucas gets to talk because he was the last one talking. So tell me about coins, Lucas. No, just kidding. All right. Well, coins originated in the late <laughs> Mesozoic era when we decided as a culture we needed money to, to buy and trade. Bartering was no longer. Um, so I've been playing some fun games. Um, first of all, the, the segment that tonight's, tonight's Lucas portion of your show is going to be called Why My Co-Host and Friend Steve Peacock is a Complete Moron. Um, oh, yeah. And that's oh, because wow. Crash, we fight. <laughs> Crash Bandicoot 3, I started playing that it's over the weekend. And utter garbage. Is the I best game week. in the trilogy. <laughs> oh, my God. 
god, guys. Um, we knew this was going to happen. It's so freaking good. <laughs> so I've I've said a couple of times that I've binged these Crash games, right? I've never played a Crash game before, and the Crash Insane Trilogy was my introduction to the series. Um, I fell in love with this series and steve played three and he came on last week and he told you guys why it's garbage Uh and i'm here to refute all of that it is freaking amazing like oh it's so much fun (laughs) um it it, it's so cool getting to discover something a brand new series that you've never played before you know like like it's so rare in this day and age where all we're getting are remakes and reboots and one-off indie games and you know the the eighth game in a in a first person shooter series and so i am just like in in heaven right now playing through these i binged all of crash 3 in a single night and i am now working on 100%ing that game as well i maxed my percentage in crash 2 i have nothing left to do in it i'm close in crash 1 like i i love these games so i can't recommend them enough i think it's a great way to to get into a new series um probably we'll be diving into spyro in the future as well so that's a thing and um, real quick lucas in all fairness um i probably will still be continuing on with crash 3 oh yeah um, no we've discussed yeah that's not to say that i do actually hate the game because of those god-awful time trials <laughs> but that just means that i probably won't 100 percent it like i did the other two and i absolutely well um but yeah so crash great game series super recommend it great time um steve and i also got together to play a little pokemon over the weekend because there was a shiny whale lord event for three days in pokemon sword and shield so we tracked that whole thing down and we fought whale lord after whale lord after whale lord did not get one we did get a hidden ability sharpedo which was cool yeah but I went into Pokemon Home and using my vast collection of rare Pokemon I'm never going to use, I traded a couple of legendaries and I got us a pair of shiny whale lords. So technically we did get them. We just bought them like capitalist pigs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is them. America. Capitalism. Bought them exactly. with, your, with your digital monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, um, um, really? I, I have to ask you real quick. Is yeah. there any mention of pokemon home allowing transfer for um pokemon go yet because i need you'll just have to listen to hyper no there's no news (laughs) on the horizon about that yet um they're still working about that this week too actually they're they're still working on the new dlc for the the winter pack the the crown tundra pack so i assume maybe that'll all kind of come at the same time maybe they'll be waiting until they finish that to really focus on like the transfer stuff but you know what i just realized what the crown tundra is snowy and we're getting that in the winter and i did not the, realize that and the isle of armor it. is tropical and we yeah. got it in the summer yeah dude and pallet town is named after a paint palette because it's got all the colors in it. that's like that's like that's every 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 week when we're talking about like stupid things that people are just realizing for the first time we bring up the the pokemon yeah. towns <laughs> Funny, yes. fun, funny thing, if you ever played the original Red and Blue on a Super Game Boy, the palette of the game changes yeah. to, to match the, the town that you're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you played it on a Game Boy Color, it was blue in Pokemon Blue and red in Pokemon Red. You kitties and your... Oh, so so real quick side story. I always change it to black and white because I'll it talk weird. about I'll talk about the last game I was playing in a second. Quick side story. I I was on Amazon for one thing or another, and I happened to see somebody selling a refurbished Game Boy Color, and one of the questions was like, "Does it have a backlight? How do you charge it?" And the guy was like, "No, it doesn't have a backlight. It doesn't charge. It takes batteries. <laughs> like that's a bygone era. Like mm-hmm. ain't nobody got time for that. You know what's um, but, funny." Is when it comes to game controllers, I would actually rather have them take double A's than have an internal rechargeable battery. Because when that internal rechargeable battery dies, it's a pain in the ass to replace. Oh, it's not. I oh, reach yeah. over here on the couch and I plug it in. Oh, you're talking about when it dies, dies. When the battery, yeah. battery dies. What, I'm like, going to reclaim the charge like most PlayStation controllers. I'm going to reclaim about a minute and a half of my time because I kind of feel like we got into some other conversations there. But um, I've been playing one other game, which is a Game Boy game, and that is Pokemon uh, Pinball. 
and I've been <laughs> playing that on my phone. My Old Boy is a great Game Boy emulator if you're looking for one on your phone. It puts like all the buttons right at the bottom of the phone, so it's like you're holding a Game Boy or a Game Boy Color. Pokemon Pinball has always been one of my favorite and apparently overly dramatic pinball games. <laughs> Um, you you can catch all the Pokemon, all 150 of them at least. Um, you gotta catch just, them all. It's a fun time. So that has become like my new go-to app when I I need to kill a few minutes and I'm stuck sure. in a precarious situation that I cannot escape. And that's <laughs> as detailed. That's as detailed as I'm gonna get on that. But yeah, Pokemon Pinball, super fun game. Even like 20 some odd years later. So great game. And that is everything i wanted to talk about so eugene i'll ask you what games have you been playing my friend oh lucas you would ask me that wouldn't you um i have been playing kind of the same old same old i do want to talk about one of those same old same olds if y'all don't mind um, me Pokemon doing so go? yeah PUBG. guys oh. um we are went... you getting the go fast so, uh, um, <laughs> did you get the go fast? <laughs> yeah, it's this weekend. Uh, it's it's four, fourteen ninety five. Caved. Or like that, I, I saw it. that, and I'm like, Eugene and Heather are gonna have a good weekend. Yeah. So, caved. So, so, um, Niantic earned thirty dollars from the Allen household um, this weekend. Oh. Well, she has so, to buy it too. She's she's more into Pokemon than I am, dude. That's so fair. is it? So is it already over? No, it starts actually. I think Friday, or I'm sorry. And Saturday. can I ask you some? Can I ask you some questions? Is there any reason why someone like moi would invest? Namely, well, are there higher chances of shinies or something? Like yeah, there's. Um, so there were a few weeks back. There was like a um, an event, and like if everybody from Valor did this, then you know this would happen, type of thing. So I think. Oh, okay. So I'm screwed. <laughs> Got it. Well, no, actually, no, because everybody um, unlocked it globally because you know. The, oh, okay. The, the thing was. I was gonna say like really if low. if one person from Instinct logs in <laughs> over the weekend, everyone gets shiny muse. <laughs> so there are gonna be special. Um, pokemon if you do purchase but if you don't purchase there's still going to be events and you know things like that so there is still going to be stuff to do if you didn't buy basically but uh you know okay. the good stuff's locked behind a paywall basically uh pretty much so uh yeah um pokemon go there we're going to be doing that this weekend there was uh there's just like no stopping that game man i i just can't stop playing that stupid game um, but other than Pokemon Go, I gotta say my po my game playing has been pretty dry this last week. I thought I was gonna play a whole lot of games because I got my um, my all my game consoles hooked up to the nice TV that I had. Finally, they were before they were hooked up to the small TV, and I didn't play a single game over the week. So uh, here, there you go. I I don't know. I just didn't have time or what, didn't feel that compelled to play anything, but uh, I do have an urge to get back into Clubhouse games for some reason. So, um, I've been I, wanting to do that too I, now that I'm starting to get back to normal. Yeah, I have yeah. the free demo. The, the demo's great because I bought it, bought one copy. Heather bought uh, or purchased the demo, or I guess downloaded the, the demo, as it were. Mm -hmm. And then that unlocks the ability to play all of the games as long as you know, like one of us is playing together. Uh -huh. Basically, I wonder like if that works online. Uh, it, Doubtful, but I think it does actually. I'm pretty Lucas. sure. I smell a game night, Steven. <laughs> I I'm, smell. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm don't don't hold me on to that one, but I'm we'll pretty sure. We'll report back it does. next week, maybe if we get around to it. Hopefully this weekend. Sure. Yeah, because obviously Heather and I just do it local. But promises um, made promises. That, that one is really really fun, man. I, uh, I I don't know why we haven't played it more it more played it more often. But Heather, you know, she messaged me today. She's like, hey, yeah. why haven't we played that board game game that you got? I was like, oh yeah. It's because my wife cheats. That's why we don't play it. <laughs> I the one thing I don't like about Clubhouse games, speaking of, is that it doesn't let you do like house rules, as it were. Yeah. So like in Checkers, mm. for example, it makes you make a jump if the jump is available. And like you know, like that's I didn't boring. even know that was well, a rule. But there's yeah. a whole new strategy to that though, because you can use that to trap your yep, opponent. You can make your opponent jump that opens them up to like four jumps yep. or whatever yeah yep. it's you know it's a whole yeah, thing it's just different strategy that's it mm -hmm. so yeah um that's pretty much it guys um i i i 
I have nothing. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, 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 That's a Power Ranger reference. I'm so I think we're going to take What's a it? little break here, <laughs> and we're going to be back on Just the other... Oh, good. Thank you very much. Uh, we needed that. Um, we're going to take a break on the other side with a little mini game, and then I think we're going to have a little bit of a special segment for y'all, so stay tuned. It's Nintendoons. We're going to play Nintendoons. If you really love Nintendo, you need to join the Hidden Feed. Every time you give us $5 a month, you gain access to every single episode, Pikas and otherwise. Okay, so what say you guys we play a little game here? Um, I'm hosting Nintendoons tonight. We haven't done Nintendoons in a little bit, so I'm pretty excited, actually. I have three tracks for these fine gentlemen from three different games, and the name of the game is, they're going to try and guess what um, Vigi game they came gonna, from. thought you were just going to tell us the name of the game. Like, <laughs> oh, sweet! <laughs> yeah, so... Um, Hands on those buzzers. I, I, please, because I have three tracks, and I think they're probably going to be three lightning round tracks, quite honestly, but um, we'll see how it goes after this first one. Um, are it. we ready? We are yeah. ready! Let's do it. Here's the first track. I'm going to hopefully not blow your ears off. Tell me if I am. Lucas will. Rocket League. Whoa. Steven wow, really? with the first point. Do you know I, how much time I've spent listening to the Rocket League soundtracks? That's pretty that, cool. That was how much rather time impressive. I've spent listening to it this what much custom? time because I always turn the music off. <laughs> oh my That's God, a dude, terrible it's, it's decision. Amazing. It has an awesome soundtrack. Can you, it is the reason I bought Apple Music. Can you turn the soundtrack on like during yes. actual game? Yeah. Like when you're okay, I'm gonna yeah. have to do that. We discovered be, that like be, five months after we started uh -huh. playing. You have to be in the menu, or at least until they update the menus, but you have to be in a game and then you hit I think start or something and then there's an option to enable music. Like well. four hours over or something. Alright, well I'm gonna enable the music for the next track, so I'm get proud your of that one. buzzers ready. This one's gonna be quick, so here we go. Super Mario Brothers. Mario 3. 2. Fuck. 3. 3. It's 3. It is 3. I, and I didn't even have it going loud at first. This I heard it, and, it's, and Justin said it, and I'm the, like, crap. Is this the giant world? Uh, Water world. It's I think. world 4, whichever one map yep, 4 is. It's the giant world. All right. So, so far we have a tie between Justin and Steven. Lucas still has a Shameful. chance, though, to mess up the whole freaking Shameful. everything That's with what this I do. last track. Um, again, I swear to God, if it's crash. <laughs> again, dun, 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 dun. it's going to be a lightning <laughs> round, so please prepare your buzzers accordingly. Here we go. Uh, I'm so scared right now. Ocarina. Ocarina of Time. Oh, I. I All right. Well, I from Lucas first. From my end, I said it first, but uh, I don't know. There is. I think lack. I heard. I think I had to give it to Lucas. It, so, I was gonna say it was a toss-up between me and Lucas. <laughs> so what say you? We give it to Lucas, and then I find one more track as a final, final track. Oh boy. Final um, round. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Um, this yeah, you had that. You had that tailored to us. <laughs> yeah, right. No kidding. This one could go either way. Um, I don't know who's gonna get this one, I'm, but I'm uh... getting in close so you can hear me. <laughs> here we go. A link to the past. Oh, nope, Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is... I'm like, I know what game this is from, which Actually, one is Actually, that's Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 64, Steven! You've been fooled! It, it could have been Smash Wii U or whatever, because they have that castle too. Yeah, but I'm just assuming Eugene's not that big of a troll. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not bad. This one is definitely Lucas's. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well done, Lucas. Pulled it out at the yeah. end. <laughs> Hold it out, Hold it out the of the end, from the end. I I, I say Hold we just stick with um. End. We're just gonna stick with Smash Brothers music for this yeah. segment because why not? Um, let's talk about 
whatever we were going to talk about. Yes, let's <laughs> talk about it. And I would like to bring us into this discussion. I know Justin has a lot to contribute to it. <laughs> but Justin has a spreadsheet. Something. We got something to talk about tonight, gentlemen, because we recently stumbled upon an interview with... God, I wish I still had all the, the deets. I do. I have the article here. Let me pull it up so I can be factually accurate See, here. one thing you'll notice about Lucas is he is great at stalling for time. He Absolutely. Like master <laughs> I am so time. good at stalling for time that I'll just keep stalling and stalling until stalling. I pull up this IGN article. Uh, okay, so IGN came out with an article last week that was titled, Paper Mario devs are no longer allowed to make new characters that, quote, touch on the Mario universe. And in that touch article... Thank you, Justin. In that article, they did an interview with Kensuke Tanabe, who is apparently this bigwig veteran who's been working on the games for a long time. I don't recognize the game or the name, but I'm sure somebody out there does. And he said that they aren't allowed to really design new characters or manipulate existing ones. Um, ever since Sticker Star, quote, it's no longer possible to modify Mario characters or create original characters that touch on that Mario universe. We need to create original characters with designs that don't involve the Mario universe at all, like we've done with Ollie and the stationary bosses, meaning like the paperclip boss and the, the yeah, colored so pencil bosses. They can't use Mario characters, stuff. but they can use a colored pencil set. Wonderful. <laughs> Whether a character becomes an all-time hit or not isn't up to us on the development side. I think it's more the case that the characters fans truly accept naturally end up that way. My takeaway from this, right? Like, I grew up in the age of, like, innovation, in my opinion, from, like, the Nintendo franchises, right? Like, characters like Fawful and Dupless and the Invincible Tubba Blubba, those Mario RPG characters that were original, but maybe based off of existing, you know, characters, maybe not. So, and am, I, am I imagining a character called Goombet? Because that Goom was the one that stuck out in my mind. Goom Goombet was a character, so was Goombella. They were both characters. Goombella, Goombario. yeah. Yeah, and, and if you'll notice, one of the things with the new Paper Mario game is it has sidekicks again, but all of the sidekicks have... Um, like basic designs. The Bob-omb sidekick looks like a Bob-omb. The Toads look like Toads. The Koopa Troopas look like Koopa Troopas. There's no, there's no hairstyles. There's no coloration differences. There's no design choices. They just look like the the generic washed-out, you know, Koopa Troopa model. And I, I think we're starting to see why. And it's because Nintendo has taken this approach. I can't believe I'm I'm. I'm on this side of this argument because I never thought I would be. But Nintendo has taken this approach of kind of abandoning creativity for the sake of, I guess, brand recognition. And I think it's a huge mistake. Like, yeah. the, the, the older I get and the more into these Nintendo games I get, the less impressed I am by them. And the more I feel like the, the magic that really made these games so good when I was a kid has moved on to either like local indie devs or smaller teams, people that were inspired by those original devs. But I don't think that the Nintendo that exists right now is really, well, I know it's not the same Nintendo as when I was a kid. A lot of those developers have moved on or retired or died or whatever, but it's just, it's different. And frankly, I think they're making bad decisions. Um, yeah, like, like Animal Crossing, I didn't enjoy that nearly as much. I felt like it was kind of soulless and missing stuff. The the last Mario Tennis that came out felt very much the same, right? Um, and, and now Paper Mario, and I mean, I have my own opinions with like Breath of the Wild and stuff. I think that's more of kind of a debate than a full-on like agreement. But yeah, please join me in this discussion because I've kind of been rambling here. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed. <laughs> All right, so I did a little math because I had heard something similar as well, and actually one of the things that I had heard recently was that Nintendo did a survey through Club Nintendo, when Club Nintendo was a thing, um, and found that... Well, first of all, one of the big things that has changed in the Paper Mario series is the lack of true um, RPG leveling. RPG and you'll remember... You know, even Super Paper Mario, despite being an action-based game, also did still had leveling and experience. In fact, points. even in the new Paper Mario game that just came out, they've gotten rid of the experience points in exchange for coins that you can use to buy power-ups that right. you know, do right. things. So I did a little bit of research, because that was when Super Paper Mario came out, and... As we know, the Wii was the best-selling system, so I'm going to screen share here for a moment. 
Um, and those of we'll you listening, we'll do our best to we'll do our the, best to read that to yeah. you for our podcast listeners. Well, those, those of you listening on the podcast, I'll I'll you know I'll share this with Eugene so he can put it on online anyway. So, all right, so we've had um, Paper Mario games on every system since the N sixty four. Now the sales numbers for the systems has been a bit wonky, um, but the best selling system since the N sixty four was the Wii. The Paper Mario game for let me shrink this window here that I'm that's blocking my way. Um, the Paper Mario game is the second, I guess third, very close to second um, best-selling system. All right, let me start this all the, over again. The best-selling Paper Mario. Best-selling Paper Mario was... game is on the best-selling system, but it is not the highest attach rate. Now, attach rate for those of you who don't know is. For everybody who owns System X, they also bought Game B. Well, in terms of attach rate, the GameCube game, Thousand Year Door, by for most fans considered the best of the Paper Mario series, has the highest attach rate of 10%, which means 10% of people who owned a GameCube owned that game. Makes Only sense. 4% of people who owned a Wii owned Paper Mario, uh, which Super was Paper about this, which was about the same as the number of people who bought the original Paper Mario um, on the N64. That was four percent right. as well. Which, so that kind of makes sense, right? right. The Why problem it? is, Nintendo introduced Club Nintendo during this era of the Wii, and they were doing surveys. One of the goals of the Wii was to expand the audience of game systems so that, you know, more people who aren't typical gamers are playing these games. So what you had was probably a lot of people who had a Wii who hadn't played Paper Mario prior because they didn't have the GameCube or N64, who got this game Super Paper Mario think it was going to be a typical Mario game, only to discover that it has characters that have nothing to do with Mario, and it has this weird leveling RPG system, and they wrote into Nintendo saying, hey, this is supposed to be a Mario game, we don't like this. And Nintendo, looking at the sales numbers, said, this is the best-selling Paper Mario game, and people don't like these things. In order to sell more, we're going to have to make the games less like the older games and instead of looking at the attach rate where you know 10% of the GameCube owners had Paper Mario Thousand Year Door and most of them consider it one of the best games ever made if not you know just the best you know Paper Mario game they looked at the sales numbers which Nintendo tends to do and said oh well we're doing something wrong if we're doing it that way so I mean, I understand where they're coming from from a sales perspective, but also not. And the problem is that, like, as much as they are looking at these sales numbers and listening to people and their opinions, they're also not listening to the right people. Because, you know, like, from what I've heard, the new Paper Mario game is good. Like, it, it's, it's a fun game, it's well made, it's definitely a step up from the other from the, you know, previous couple of games. But, but it's, it's a not step the... up it's a step up from lackluster. Right. You know? it's, it's, it's not the Paper Mario from... game that us fans of the franchise want. And now is when I will get in my shameless plug that um, Bug Fables very much is. So yeah, if too. you're the type of gamer like me who's starting to get a little disillusioned by modern Nintendo and their business practices, and you want another Paper Mario game and you're really Kind of resentful of the fact that this new one doesn't seem to be hitting those chords. Um, Bug Fables is a, a, a game made by a pretty small dev team that um, seems to have a lot of love for the series. Did it very right, and I would highly recommend you get that. It is on the Switch right now. It is cheaper than the current Paper Mario, and I think, hands down, is more Paper Mario-esque. So, I would um, I would recommend that. Yeah. Um, so that was mine and Justin's school presentation on why <laughs> Nintendo as a as a company seems to be faulting. Um, I've this year I've realized like a lot more that I've kind of stepped off of the Nintendo pedestal, right? Like the the games I'm getting into, the last two franchises that I fell in love with was were Persona 
and Crash Bandicoot, and neither one of those are Nintendo first party or even like a second party thing. So yeah, I'm, I um, I'm kind of with you on that, Lucas. I find myself yeah. lately. The Switch is still my primary console. I only boot up my PS4 to play Beat Saber. But what do you guys always hear me talking about on Switch? It's no, it's almost Shantae, never a Nintendo Shovel Knight Minecraft. Shantae, Shovel Knight Minecraft. Doom. I've been talking a lot about Doom lately. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Well, that's just Spyro. 2020 in general. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, like, I never talk about Nintendo games anymore. Pokemon. Like, the last... Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we have, yeah. Anyway. But even even Pokemon isn't, like, directly managed by Nintendo, right? right? They've got Game Freak and the Pokemon Company, so they might be a little more immune to that, you know, don't don't switch things up kind of franchise. Um, now, Breath of the Wild flipped the series on its head, so I don't know where the line draws, you know, between, I, like, what we can and can't real, change. Real but... quick so I can get a little bit in. I would say that I'm, I'm definitely there on... I guess I'm halfway in, halfway out on this argument, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. I can definitely see it both ways because Breath of the Wild by far is, like, my one of my favorite games of all time, you know? So, like, that, yeah. that's new Nintendo, as it were. And I would also put ARMS as new Nintendo because that's a, you know, new franchise, new game, and I really did enjoy that franchise. Same with, like, Splatoon. So, like, there still is some Nintendo being Nintendo. Magic, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I feel like... I, Definitely, there's something missing on a maybe on a grander scale. Like maybe they're just pushing games out faster than they normally would back in the day, ba- ba- faster uh, faster than they would have. Like you know, Miyamoto would have allowed them in the, like the Nintendo 64 days type of deal. You know, like there there's just not enough time to be spending five years on games anymore. You know, if the games are just too expensive to make, I guess. You know, so some games you just can't spend that much time on. I don't know. The, the sense I get is that it's less about time and more about wanting to protect their IPs. Sure. And I think they, they and, see and Mario as And I think that's where a, Miyamoto is a detriment sometimes. They see Mario as a very lucrative IP, apparently, that they don't want to mess with. I think they see it as kind of a vanilla, you know, flavor. So right. It, it is what it is there. But, yeah. I mean, you know, fortunately, the the that spirit of, like, old Nintendo games isn't totally lost. We have developers every day who I think were inspired by those games and are working on games that fill that void, kind of. So they're out there. It's just kind of transferred, you know? Sure. Um, Steve, did you want to get uh, your bid in on your thoughts no, here? I, I don't really have any productive thoughts on this series because I've never really been a fan of it. My only experience with it is I watched my wife play Super Paper Mario, so I don't really have anything productive to contribute. I did start replaying Paper Mario on my Wii U Virtual Console recently, so, um, you know, I'm definitely diving back into the classics with that. Well, fair enough. Well, okay, well, I guess that pretty much takes us to the end of the road here, ladies and gentlemen. This Rainbow Road was a difficult and uh, journey. I fell off a lot, but um, here we are at the finish line. We made it. Um, I want to thank Lucas. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you, Justin. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you, Steve. We appreciate you. But most importantly, thank you, everybody who is listening here tonight. Um... Anybody who wants to say their final thoughts, now's your time. Mine are, we love you. We'll see you all next week. We love you. We'll see you all next week. And that's an original thought. (laughs) Uh, Mine are, see you real soon. And go to utilidark.com and read my new blog, please. (laughs) Awesome. See you next week. Stay inside. Infendo Radio is brought to you by people like you. If you want to be a producer, head over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up at the $10 level. We'd really appreciate it. What's that song where somebody I used to know? How does that go? Somebody I used to know. Wow, we both sang very different pitches. That was interesting.
Yep, that's the one. God, now I'm going to have that song stuck in my head. Why did I do you that? You did it. You I know. That's why I said, why did I do that? Whoa. Where? Wow. Oh, I was like, where the fuck Whoa. is my phone? All right. Is everybody recording? See. Yes. All right. So let us pray. I mean, let us sync up. In nome sin patrio me seduro. Amen. That's going on a blooper reel. Three, two, one. Whoa, whoa, whoa.